3: Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Plushcare.com slash weight loss.
0: You're very strong. Repress, repressed. Oh, curse. Let's focus
4: on one thing at a time. I
0: fought angry giants while I was a giant crab. Oh. I pinched my finger. Just give me a second. I care about you. I
5: do. Red, if I was going to have a polycule, I don't know if you'd be part of it. This
1: letter is not an
0: easy one to write. What, what, what are we debating now? Oh, hey, Jack, Mari. That's my favorite children's book. How do you know that wasn't just some big plan? <laughs> if she doesn't want to see you, that should be pretty evident. Symmetry, Mari.
1: To be chanc- chanc- clor- chanc- Chancellor or s- of Scarborough. <laughs> and
0: I'm the one that can't read. You can read it better, and it's not in a language you understand. <laughs>
2: Welcome back to Dice Shame. This is Season 2, Episode 76, Three Ring Circus.
4: MVP this week is Toynet from the Discord, who's been doing a live blog listen of Dice Shame. Toynet, it's been so awesome getting to see you react to all the episodes of Dice Shame as they come out. Keep it up, you're this week's MVP.
2: Alright, should we do this?
3: Yeah, let's do it.
2: Woo! Woo!
4: All right, look, let's just take a step back right now. Let's focus on one thing at a time. Right now, we just want to get out of the the cave and, uh, you know, confront Gautier, or not confront Gautier, I guess, if Doran wants to keep his head in the sand well, about what's really going on, in my opinion.
1: Doran turns to Alistair and says, You know, one other good thing about being a dwarf, you're very strong, and if you... Come over here and help me. We can we can at least start by moving some of the smaller boulders out of the way.
4: Everyone knows he's a Duragar, right? I feel like I'm the only one that sees this. Red, <laughs> well, I just I just want to clarify. I don't think there's anything wrong with it, but everyone keeps calling him a dwarf. Look at his muscles. Uh, yeah. Aren't they That's different wrong.
3: things? They are Is great. That, like, offensive to call yeah, a Duragar no. a dwarf. I don't know. I have never seen hmm. or interacted with another Duragar. All right, well, um, I,
0: but
4: I just
3: no, I don't no, know. No, no.
0: I, think, I
1: think it's. I think it's insulting to call them filth. But.
0: I don't feel like it's any different than we, the shield dwarves or the mountain dwarves or the hill dwarves or the gold dwarves. We may or may well, not now have now you're just, uh,
4: just other you know, dwarves, uh, aren't they? amalgamating a lot of distinct cultures to make it easier for you. But what? No, like, I, I don't like being called a cat is all I'm saying.
1: Just don't call a durogar a crevasse bastard, okay? They don't like that. <laughs> cravat all right
2: yeah so Alistair trundles off uh, along with you Doran to help you start shoveling some rocks can I can I try something?
0: Jack asks everybody
4: yes please thank God um, we'd all love to see you try your flute. everyone sit down <laughs>
0: this is gonna lighten the mood a lot uh Jack's holding the candle Murray had a minute ago uh, and his other his other hand he's holding the opal of the Ildrune. Mm. Wait 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 red runs back like 50 feet away. Okay, go! <laughs> he focuses on the power of that stone and channels its power into the tip of that wick to try and light it on fire.
2: Mm.
0: Just to see if we can have a little light. You're not expending
2: a spell slot, are you?
0: I am not. No, it's just a action I can do because this thing lights stuff on fire. You're okay. Ah. Googled it. Calling it. <laughs> 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 no, I. I've been thinking a lot about this because... I noticed our bags of holding have worked. Yes. And oh, the that's portable serious. hole has worked. So I had every reason you know to what? believe that a magic that's item a would work. Solid, solid. Exactly. That's a solid argument. Fair enough. Okay, cool.
4: Static magic, we'll call it. Hey, it worked. Red says and runs back over. <laughs> okay, okay. So magic does work. Just uh, Jack's magic.
0: Everyone make Jack do magic. Well, we've. No, I, it, it's. I, I, it, I think it's about the way that things interact with magic, which makes, which makes some sense, but at least now we've got a little bit of. Light on the situation and and Jack takes his candle and and lights his bullseye lantern to shed a little bit more light and sort of cast it around the room. I don't really even have a sense of how big is this graveyard? How big is the part that we're collapsed in? Are we certain there's no other back doors? Just trying to like get a feel of we've got the sheer wall of collapsed stuff behind us and surrounded by graves and weird magic.
2: The area around you is like the size of a city block, kind of vibe. It's big, but it's not, like, sprawling. You know what I mean?
0: Okay.
4: Red's standing next to Mari. They're still, like, having an awkward, you know, air between the two of them. He's like, move your foot. Your foot's on my rock. Go, Mari, your rock's over there. Move your foot over.
5: Fine. And she just walks over and just walks away and just goes and sits down on a boulder.
4: Yeah, go sit on that boulder. And Red walks over and sits, like, directly on the boulder beside you. This boulder looked comfortable. It's not about you. It was a good-looking boulder.
5: Okay.
0: Jack stays maybe within like 60, 100 feet, enough that he could sweep the lantern back and still see his friends and just tries to get a feel for the space. Um,
2: you, yeah, you don't, you don't spy any weird things.
1: You kind of hear the echoes, the quiet echoes of Doran and Elister and Doran's, like, telling him how to, like, use his shortness to get under the boulders. And, like, you kind of, can. Oh, come on. Get over it. Do that. Yeah, yeah. Get under it. Get under it.
4: Oh, well, now your platform looks comfier than mine, Mary. Why'd you have to pick the comfier of the two? My, mine doesn't look as comfortable as yours.
5: I mean, you can have it if you want. I don't want it. I'm
4: trying to... You know, what you said to Elister there that we all heard... You know.
5: Yeah, I didn't. I I probably should have stopped talking once I realized that you guys had all moved about maybe two feet behind me, and we're all cupping your hands to your ears. Well, you should have projected better. a little
4: more. We wouldn't have had to cup my severed ear. <laughs> Look, <laughs> it took a lot of guts to make Elister feel better, and that's what you did. You didn't. Fuck up, Elliston needs somebody to blame right now, and he doesn't want to blame him himself, and he doesn't want to blame Wild Magic. He wants something to poke a finger at and blame. And I've been there, and I sometimes am there, and I think it was pretty big of you to let him poke his finger and blame you, so that he could feel a little better.
5: I think it was just me. I think it was I. Th- I think it was just me. I didn't get the spell right.
4: It doesn't matter if it was just you or if it was just any... Look, it, it it doesn't matter. He's gonna be fine. He's having a tough time now. He's gonna be fine. All I'm saying, it was it was bigger you to let him vent and, and blame somebody else other than himself. I know what it feels like to hate the way you look, and I know what it feels like to want to point fingers at something else. And sometimes it, it, it's about just letting that person blame you, and I'm sorry that I blamed you for things as well, because I've definitely done the same thing.
5: It's it's fine. I'm. I think the last couple of days have been an experience, and. Uh, I. Yeah, I,
4: you blame me for things too, that I didn't do. I, I'm not asking you to say it. I know you mean it. I'm just. I'm. <laughs> I'm just saying that 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 that's I, there too.
5: Red, I'm sorry. Oh, you
4: don't have to say sorry. I'm not looking for that. No. Red turns around and you hear like a pen scratch <laughs> on a paper. <laughs> he turns back. Uh, all I'm saying is, Alistair's just having a rough time, and we all got to be sensitive about it.
5: Yeah, and i I couldn't, I couldn't spend any more time talking to him about it. I had to talk to him about it because if I didn't, didn't, then I was going to carry this feeling that I'd screwed everything up, and he knew it, and you knew it, and everyone else knew it, and I don't know what I'm doing wrong, Red. I I don't know what's wrong with my magic. I don't know what's wrong with with Jack's magic. Everything just feels feels weird right now.
4: Oh, look, we know what's wrong with the magic in here, and we know what's wrong with Jack's magic. Although no one really wants to say it. I mean, it's kind of obvious. After he played with that box, it left those scars on his hand, and ever since then, it, it just hasn't gone right for him. Kind of scared to talk to him about it because I don't see a solution for that and canonically I'm the kind of character that when I don't see a solution to a problem I (laughs) run away from it and avoid it. (laughs) I had a daughter, you know. She's wonderful.
5: I'm sure she's nice. You met her. I did meet her. Oh yeah, I did meet her.
0: Briefly. I can imagine the sewer... escapade might have, you know, been bigger Mm -hmm. in your memory.
5: Yeah, when Mari thinks of Waterdeep, she thinks of Jack filled with worms. And she's like, oh, push that memory down a bit. It's not good. Repress, repress. Pregnant with worms. The voice of that thing in her head, everything.
4: Anyway, I just want to to say, you did a good thing. And Mm Red pats Mari on the back. He like kind of hesitates for a second, then he pats her on the back. He's like, look, we've had a rough few ones, but being an adventurer is about <laughs> ebbs and flows, trust me. And we get long stretches of bullshit, and then we get some upswings, and ah, it's all fun.
5: Murray just sort of sits there, and then she just very gently just sort of puts her head on Red's shoulder for a second.
2: Aww.
4: Your hair is so wet still. <laughs>
5: <laughs> I know. I'm sorry.
4: I can bear it.
5: And she, she sits up, and she, she's like, I have something for you. Oh! And she starts rooting through the bag, and she pulls out a tiny little leather bag, and inside it, there are three rings.
4: Oh, Mari. Uh, polygamy and marriage in general is such <laughs> a strong commitment. I, I mean, I care about you. I do,
3: but...
5: Red, if I was going to have a polycule, I don't know if you'd be part of it, but <laughs> these three rings sort of fall... These three rings fall out, and they... They look like they're metal, but they're not really. They're made of meteorite. Oh, cool. She picks one up, and she holds it up, and she's like, I, I've i been working on these quietly at night, trying to put these together. It's really, really simple magic, but people who I was close to used to have something like this, and I wanted to share that magic with others. And... You know, it's been, the last little bit's been, a, been a, a ride, but I think that, you know, this is something special, so, you know, here here it is. And she holds it up, and then she holds her hand up that has her ring on, and you can see that they are the same, like, and she taps the the ring she's holding, and birdsong comes out. Oh, wow. It's the sound of a cardinal. Oh, and she hands it to Red. And she's like, this is for you. You're my friend. And if you ever need to call, you can just ring it. And if I hear it, I can come.
4: Thanks, Maori. Red's got a little tear in his eye. And he <clears throat> and he holds his hand out to, like, have you put it on.
5: <laughs> <laughs> she, st- she slides it on. She's it
4: tickles. Like, wow. The others are going to be so jealous.
5: I, I, I did make one for Doran and for Jack.
4: Oh, good. Alistair's going to be so jealous.
5: <laughs> I know. Don't tell him. Okay.
4: <laughs> oh, thanks, Molly. That, that means a lot. I'll, I'll hide it until you give uh, it. Well, you know what? Hey, Jack's coming back. Uh, I'll, I'll give you two a moment. You can give him his. I'll go help these two knuckleheads uh, lift a boulder wrong. Oh, my God. Uh, thanks, Molly. <laughs> and Red pats you on the shoulder and hops up and
0: steps away. Jack's lantern light sweeps over the two of you as he approaches and red gets up and leaves
5: uh, hey how's it how's it going
0: i I mean it's a it's a really big graveyard um I don't know maybe there's another way out but it's solid stone yeah jack kind of sets down by the lantern Hi. we're stuck
5: <laughs> yeah I think we're pretty we're pretty stuck right now and I, <laughs> My magic's not working. I I don't dare ask you to try to do something. We got a candle, though. That's good.
0: It I mean, a little bit of light always makes me feel better. Uh, dark vision just isn't the same.
5: Yeah. I already gave one of these to Red, but uh, here. And she reaches into the bag and pulls out the second ring. And again, it looks very similar to the one that she has. And she's like, it's it's a small magic, but you know i it's something that i want to share with people who i call my friends
0: oh what what is
5: it it's the same ring that i have with the bird song oh it's it's can be useful to find find each other in the dark
0: and it's just
5: nice she she taps it and it's a and it's a goldfinch song oh
0: and jack turns the ring over in his hand and then puts it on his finger beside some of his other rings and uh, thank you. Um, you, j- you just gave me an idea. Uh, I, I, I'm going to go look at something for a second.
5: You're gonna go going to propose to the rocks and see if maybe a little move if you ask nicely.
0: Uh, Well
5: You're a real piece of shit Mar. you know that?
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, I, <laughs> she I, deserves
5: I, all the hate she's getting today.
0: I think I thought I thought of something that might move them. Let me put it that way. He's going to pull his fucking flute again isn't he?
5: Yeah. <laughs>
2: Dude.
0: Listen, I exhaust every possibility before... Like, if I can charm a a stone elemental down here and we can get some stuff happening, let's...
2: In the meantime, between Jack and Mari having a moment and uh, Mari giving her present to Jack, in the background, we still have Doran and Alistair moving boulders and Red now, I don't know, helpfully directing them. Uh,
4: I'm not directing, I'm just
2: listening.
1: And if you think that being a Duragar is tough, just imagine being turned into a oh,
3: heavy giant crab.
1: I have. I fought angry giants while I was a giant Wait, crab.
3: Mind hold on. You, j- give me s- over here. Are you saying that Mari or Jack have the magic to turn me back into a gnome even for a little while?
1: Well, no. How now? I mean, possibly...
3: But if they can turn you into a crab, they could turn me back into a gnome. Like, for a little bit.
1: Well, it was a giant crab. A giant (laughs) crab. Very specifically, a giant crab. But I I, I don't know, and I think she's only got a short list of things that she could change into. I mean, I I have a feeling she changed into something else. Like, my memory is not that great sometimes.
3: I don't know if she's going to want to talk to me. I just kind of flew off the handle at her, and then uh, you guys heard me tell her that I crushed on her stuff. That's awkward.
4: Ah, she's fine. Don't worry about it. I mean, listen.
1: Listen. I guess what I'm trying to say is I like to try and look at these things in a positive sort of light. So, although you may no longer be a gnome, you're still you, Alistair. And he kind of takes two fingers and pokes it in the side of his thigh. You know what I mean? Like, it's like an awkward thing, I guess, with the bum blushes.
3: Is this something dwarfs you? Oh,
1: yeah. Oh, sorry. It's uh, in here, where your, <laughs> most people's hearts are. Oh. He pokes him in the chest.
5: <laughs> what? Where the hell is the dwarf heart?
4: <laughs> Thanks,
5: Doran. Oh, hey, Jack,
4: Mari. come join us. I'm watching these two talk. It's pretty funny. Are we making
1: any dent in this boulder uh, stack?
2: Yeah, we are. We're doing pretty good. Uh, Alistair and Doran are are shifting rocks. It's mm. it's not quick going, but it's definitely better than just sitting around giving rings to each other. Hey. <laughs> This. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Harsh. You guys have noodle arms and no magic, so what yeah. the fuck can well, you do with this? can light candles and listen to
3: cool bird songs. <laughs> this should move
4: us all of the way. Hey, look, Mari and Jack are coming back. Hey, watch these two move boulders. It's hilarious. Thanks,
5: Red. I mean, I think they're they're doing a pretty good job, better than either yeah. of us would do.
4: Hilarious wasn't to apply a bad job. I mean, it's funny to watch them move.
5: Oh, that's a good point.
4: I kind of picture
1: Red like going, "All right, I'll help, I'll help," and then he like gets up against a boulder and he does a thing where he's like putting all his might against it, and his feet are like moving and
3: skidding, he's, like,
4: <laughs> yeah. and it doesn't even. <laughs> and it's like a pebble. And he's like, <laughs> and it's like a small stone. Yeah, has <laughs> got something for you.
5: Oh yeah. Doran, can I d- for me. For me? <laughs> oh, don't make this weirder. Dorankai, talk to you for a second. Oh,
1: sure.
4: Uh yeah.
5: Jack, help help Allister, uh, lift things. Uh Yeah, Jack.
4: Help Alistair lift things. Here Jack
3: <laughs>
5: Well Here, Jack, take this one side right here. Sure, yeah. Oh. Uh,
0: okay. Um Yeah. Uh, Jack sets his lantern down and starts to heave along with Alistair. Lift! Oh! I, I pinched my finger. Just give me a second.
5: <laughs> Meanwhile.
2: Oh, oh, sorry, I'm
1: all covered in dust. What, what, what's up, Mary? It's Mari.
5: She's just rolling with it. She's at this point like not even correcting him. Um, and she takes the bag and she pulls the last ring out and is like, "I gave one of these to Red and Jack, but oh, that's like,
1: awfully nice of you." They're good people. <laughs> He's like, "Oh, that's so sweet of you." No. Oh, they're pretty rings.
5: Yeah. Well, they're, they're 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 small magic that but it's matches with the one that I have and I wanted to make these for my friends.
1: Well. That's awfully sweet of you. I, I really wish that I was one of your friends too. But Doran, Hey, you know what? It's nice.
5: Doran, I have a ring here for you.
1: Yeah. Oh. Oh, for me. Yes, oh. for
5: you. <laughs> well played. Uh,
2: he looks at his hand. Mar Mari. at like the tattoo on his hand. <laughs> Mar Mari.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Mari covered in. Sit here. Let me smudge it off. We. You shouldn't have. Does it fit on any of his? Uh, it's a toe ring. Stumpy fingers. <laughs> what if it didn't?
5: Can you imagine? <laughs> it's an. It's an earring. He's got one. <laughs> sick. Kind of cool, actually. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but he wants to ring, it. he used to bash his head against something. Um... <laughs> <laughs> uh I like to imagine that she's at least taken a taken a good guess at this. Oh, okay. Um, okay. And uh, it would, at the very least, fit on probably the smallest finger. Maybe yeah. it fits on a pinky. Like she's kind of gotten it wrong. You guys have hung out for a while. Yeah. The yeah.
1: perfect size, and he takes it, and it fits perfectly on his Not middle this. finger.
5: Look, Mari,
1: like flips her off right in her face.
5: Flips her the bird.
1: <laughs>
4: yeah. <laughs> now
1: whenever oh. I want to flip the bird, okay. I'll be
4: flinging the bird.
5: And she's like, "If you ever, if you ever need to call for us, then you can do." this and she takes Doran's hand and she taps the rings together and his is the sound of a woodpecker's call but hidden within it is the like tack 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 tack, tack of like the beak cool. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> <laughs> oh cursed um <laughs> Mari
1: I I oh and Doran looks at his finger now with the ring on it and he's so overwhelmed with joy and happiness from this this simple little gift that he just—he throws his arms around you. <laughs> Basically, he's like his head's right in your stomach, I guess, or so, so around there. He's like, just oh, thank you so much. This is this is really one of the nicest things ever anybody's ever uh. given me i have to say
5: she's like she's got like her arms like pinned at her side because he's like hugging her really tight but he's like really just like giving her a good crush
1: you're so much fatter than i thought oh. <laughs> oh no. crunch
0: there's like all these just like Bone says crack awful. like yeah. oh
1: my back
5: don't mention
4: it doran
1: you're like a waterbed.
4: <gasps> hey guys you better get back here jack Sprite is back
2: oh no <laughs> oh my sciatica <laughs> <laughs> Jack's got really terrible scoliosis and he's got like like mentioned before, but he's My back brace.
5: <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, I guess now well, the only thing that's left to do is get out of here and go and enjoy the rest of our lives. <laughs>
5: yeah. Well
1: uh,
4: what's the plan after though, Doran? I mean, we're not gonna go back to Gautier's house not knowing what we know about him. What do you mean? Of course we are. I mean, Hell, he's my cousin. But is no one else gonna back me up here? Look, Gautier is he's untrustworthy. Doran, your mother knew it. What? What do you mean? Because of it? Because
1: of a? Because of the the letter that you found? You don't even know if he wrote it. I I don't even know if you
4: translated it.
5: Probably.
3: Of course,
4: I. Tra- well,
3: I think I. He tra- probably had chicken grease oh. all over
4: it. What
5: the hell?
3: Right. He showed us nothing but hospitality.
4: Well, of course he would. But look, surely someone must be on my side, at least for symmetry.
0: It's suspicious as hell. There we go. Even, even getting down to, like, I don't know. I, would, Doran, would you recognize your mom's handwriting? Could you tell if oh. Doreen actually wrote this note? Probably not. Probably not, but still. Look,
4: here, read it yourself, Doran. In fact, read it out to all of us. And Red hands you the letter. Let's
1: now see this. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, of dated uh, 1492. Council of Scarborough this letter is not an easy one to write it is important for you to know that candidate go to your bright home is not fit to be chancellor (laughs) chancellor of Scarborough. And
0: I'm the one that can't read. Grade two reading level. You can read it better and it's not in a language you understand.
1: (laughs) A a
4: leader who has its citizens. Uh, Red snatches it back. Gautier is not that dwarf. Gautier is my nephew and I have long known him to be a selfish, untrustworthy, and greedy person. Furthermore, I have reason to suspect that Chancellor Duskripp's death was no accident. Please take my warning seriously, Doreen Ironfist. There, Doran. How? How? How can you deny that at least he's shady? Jack and I see it. Why don't you and Mari? Well,
5: I mean... I never said that I didn't think he was shady, I just... Symmetry, Mari! (sighs) she goes and stands beside Doran pick a side puts her hands on her hips and is like Doran, tell him
4: by Jack Jack you go on that side Mari, you can come on this side if it's easier for you.
0: Sure okay I can I can take the against uh, position on, let's Mari, do Mari, this on,
4: switch sides hold on okay. yes, All right. so Mar- right, Mar- right,
0: what are we right, debating right, now?
4: Right. All right Mari, now
0: you're on my side. <laughs> Mari and I yeah. know that Gautier is shady. Why don't you and Jack believe it? Well, it, this could be written by anyone. It could be anyone with this kind of handwriting. Maybe it's a forgery that he was having made for something else. We don't know anything about Gautier. I'm not saying we have to trust him, but he has been lovely to us. Well, of course he's you know. been
4: lovely to us, because clearly he's trying to keep Doran away from his mother. You know,
0: trustworthy.
4: I mean, I mean, really? we showed up and then he turned us away at the gates. Yeah. yeah,
0: Doran, what do you think about that lie about the rock plague, though? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, yeah. that seemed... Weird. Yeah,
1: that's true too. He didn't lie about the rock plague. No, no. No. Now listen here. If you're if you're if you're going to start pointing fingers, then maybe I should start pointing fingers too. Ha. How do we know it wasn't uh, those uh, cultists or uh, how uh, how do we know it wasn't um um uh that, that orc
0: outside? How do you know that wasn't just some big plan? What? That mug duel? Sorry, Mugdul doesn't want you to see your mom. Well, orcs, am I right?
5: its like, my favorite children's book. <laughs> <laughs> to
1: see your mom. Look, can we just focus on getting out of here first? I mean, you guys are distracting us from.
4: Okay, from hold on. These Look, C- clearly on. this is a trap, and I don't care who doesn't believe me, but I feel convinced that Gautier convinced you to visit. Look, it wasn't even your idea. I don't think. Wasn't Gautier the one who said you should visit your family in the crypt uh, before you leave, Doreen? I, I, don't, I, don't I don't think this was your idea. I, I think he planted this and read points at the large boulders. He's like, I think he planted this, and he, and he planned to squish us, including you, so that you didn't get any closer to your mother.
0: Well, we could do. I mean, I, I think we have to go see Gautier either way to confront him to get some kind of closure. But maybe before that, we go see Doreen. Doreen. Maybe we could we could t- verify if she doesn't want to see you, that should be pretty evident, and that pokes a lot of holes in and go to your story or backs him up, right? That's that's the next stop. We're, we're last mile here. Jack, come back over here.
4: Come on my side. Mari, go stand next to Doran.
0: Mm. Alright, alright. Yeah, you should see Doreen at least. Jack stands in the middle trying to make a circle. <laughs>
1: you know what? I'll I'll tell you one thing. I'll tell you one thing. Jack, you have a good point. There's only one person who can validate the, the honesty of this letter that I would trust more than Gautier would be, of course, Doreen. Of course, she doesn't want to see me. Well, but who told you she doesn't want to see you? Well, the, the, my point is this, Jack. It doesn't really matter whether she wants to see me. Now I need to know something, and, and I'm going to go see her regardless. Okay. So this is what we're going to do. We're going to move these rocks out of the way. We're going to get out of this crypt. ASAP.
4: But hold on, if Gautier did try to kill you, who's... You're not gonna get to your mother, Doran. The minute we get out of here... But
1: listen to me, Red. I'll make a disguise. I'll have to lie to the guards, but we'll get through those gates.
4: Right, but you do know that we walked to the gates, and they spotted you immediately... Well... Because Gautier told you, and then made up the rock plague thing and turned... All I'm saying is... For a second, pretend that you believe me, Doran, that Gautier is behind all of this and he tried to kill you. If that's the case, getting out of here and trying to walk through the city is going to be, well, it's going to be dangerous at the very least. Right? It's not
5: going to be an easy walk.
1: Like I said, Red, I want to speak to my mother. And if that means I have to hide myself and disguise myself and tell the guards my name is, I don't know. Davrith Honor view, then that's what it's gonna be.
2: At that moment, the five of you hear a little scrabbling sound coming from the wall.
4: It's a goddamn Umber Hulk. Everyone get ready! Alright. Red draws his bow.
2: Just a sound of, like, the shifting of pebbles.
4: Mm. It's a tiny Umber Hulk.
0: Dibs.
5: Is it collapsing?
0: No,
1: no, it's not collapsing. Something's coming through. Yeah, Doran pulls out his uh, axe.
0: Can we look around or or investigate to see what's coming through
2: towards us? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you can roll perception check. Five.
0: (laughs) I'll roll two.
4: What are you looking at, Jack? Let me help.
0: I'm hearing something weird. Fifteen.
2: Yeah, it's a, a little sound. You can't see something that's making it. It might be coming from the other side of the wall.
4: Hey, maybe something's trying to dig its way into us. Come on, let's help. Hello? Red walks over and starts moving some of the pebbles.
0: Yeah, Jack's got a shovel. He starts trying to clear some stuff away. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's about time you pick up something there, huh, Red.
4: <laughs> hey, I was very busy getting a ring.
5: <laughs> that I was going to keep secret from Alistair. Yeah, Mari's like helping to pry sort of boulders out with her walking stick to sort of like get them looser to move them.
2: Yeah, now
5: that you're all working
2: together, things move a lot faster and you begin to make an appreciable dent in the rock slide. Eventually, one of you pulls aside a rock that affords you a tiny breath of air from the blocked tunnel beyond the graveyard. (sighs) Oh,
4: Oh, that feels good. Red, you're blocking the air.
0: Let me get... No,
4: my turn. <laughs> get my my ass. Something
5: out down my throat. <laughs> Coughs a pebble up. Right, let's, let's see if we can make the hole a little bigger. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Here we go. Poking at, poking at it with her stick. Yeah, Mari, as you poke at
2: it with your stick and you withdraw the staff, you see movement through the hole.
5: Oh, someone's out there.
1: Now be careful. I'm going to move these last few because look up there, and he's pointing at weak spots where it's going to like collapse if you move move a pebble. You got to move this one here. He points. Come on. Pull, pull. come on. Why are you trying so
4: hard with the pebble?
2: Trying to make it seem like he's doing a good. Wait, thing. are you guys
4: pulling? I'm pushing.
2: <laughs> and with that, you create a hole large enough for a little form to pass through to your side. A little purplish brown myconid wiggles through, takes a couple of unsteady steps, and then rolls down the rock slide beside you, landing upside down.
0: Stevenson! Whoa, whoa, we got oh. you. He. Oh, I don't know.
2: It, it dizzily makes its way upright and then runs in a frantic little circle between all of you, kind of hopping from one foot to the other. He rescued us! Yeah!
0: She didn't rescue us.
2: Wow. What's going on? What's going on? What, uh, thanks for digging us out. Our jacket runs over to you in response and squats down. Its little form, rings of color begin to form in these concentric circles down its cap, like chromophores, becoming more and more vivid, moving to cover more and more of its body until suddenly, with a brief pulse of light. It showers all of you in these golden spores. (gasps) (coughs) what the hell? The spores float all around you and you inhale them through your mouths and noses.
0: Oh,
1: this is so pretty.
2: And as you do, you experience kind of a minty, tingling sensation. Images begin to float across your consciousness and all of you begin to experience a shared moving image, almost hallucinatory, (sighs) blocking out your own perception of anything else except this little Mykonid's communication. And here is what you see. All is dark at first, and then you are seemingly climbing out of a giant's haversack. The world appears fish-eyed and strange. You climb from the lip of the haversack and drop down into a giant room onto a table, scurrying behind some obstacle to stay out of sight of a giant shape moving through the room. You can see a giant bed far, far across this vast room, and the figure moves to the bed, whereupon your perspective shifts as you now recognize that you are seeing a normal-sized dwarven room from the tiny Myconid's perspective. Gautier Brighthelm approaches Dorian Ironfist's sickbed, The elderly, dwarven woman is frail, her hair tied in two loose braids, but clinging damply to her forehead, her eyes heavy-lidded but open, her breathing shallow. As Gautier draws close, the woman begins to mumble. No. Doran. Don't. Gautier takes the chair at her bedside and draws it close, sitting and clasping the woman's hand in his.
3: Oh, auntie, Doran's finally come to see you, to be at his ailing mother's bedside. He's at the Bright Elm Manor now, enjoying some breakfast as we speak. How many years has he chosen to be apart from you? How many years have you allowed him to keep his distance? All those years wasted. Don't worry. I told him that you were on your
2: last days, and that you'd rather him not make an appearance. Her eyes widen, and with effort, she looks up to him as he gazes down at her lovingly.
3: It will be as I promised ye, Auntie. I've kept ye alive long enough to know that your line has ended forever. Doran will be dead by the end of the day, and then I'll be back to finish ye off. You did this to yourself old bitch
2: he pats her hand gently as furious tears well in her eyes her mouth working wordlessly mouthing the word Doran I'll be back soon and then the images fade
1: um (laughs) well now Red listen A lot of that could be taken out of context.
4: (laughs) 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 Thank you to our wonderful patrons: Adam Fry, Afflicted Adina, Aizu Yukai, Allison Wrights, Merlin, Anne, Atholagoff, Axel, Barry Jeanette. Casey, Cita Lee Wilson, Sherry Rose Anderson, Christopher, Colin Burkhart, Crow, Daniel, Dippity, Flynn, Gareth Bradshaw, Haley, Haley, Harper the Mox, JD, Joy Robinson, Julie Holderman, Jury, KR, KM, Cade, Lasagna, Last Ruth on the left, Leader J, Liz, Lorelei Feldman, Manda Pants, Merrick's Moon, Matilda Rushing, Melinda Curley, Moon, Oakland, Quill Bennett, Regan, Wren, Scotty, Shannon Waldner, S-Ray 96, Teagan, Tea Kettle, Tony Pepperoni, Trin, Waffle 427, Xander Morning Dove, Zack House, and Zephyrus. Thank you so much! Woo!
0: Yeah.
5: yeah, and uh, he tap. <laughs> I was just gonna say, it drops a sick beat when you trap when you tap it. It's dubstep, a <laughs> a like whoop whoop. <laughs> sorry, I made well, you well, a this dubstep is where Alex Guthrie
4: should be doing dubstep on the mic. <laughs> it's very in
3: character.
4: <laughs> 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 well, wait, wait, wait that's no, that's drum and bass. Sorry, yeah, I was gonna say. <laughs> but very but good. Very good. <laughs> <laughs>